You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. All right, uh, speaking of the news cycle, the Bank of Canada. Grrr. And this is a I know. not no, a I thought popular, I'm very happy with the Bank well, of Canada right now. Well, nobody is nobody with is. a variable line of credit or variable mortgage. Yeah. Why would you? Why would I be right? When I look at uh, at, at what what my payments are now, uh, I'm in the up, same boat. Right, hundreds of dollars a month, mm-hmm. and that's straight out of our bank accounts, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's tough. I mean, the Bank of Canada. So so the methodology here behind all of this is supposedly that if you are charging people more money to borrow, yes, as you certainly can correct me if I'm wrong here. Yes. It's pretty. It's pretty uh, you can it, you it, go it, and I'll it, I'll, it, I'll tell it's, you. It's it's pretty simple. If you're charging more money mm-hmm. to, uh, to borrow. People will borrow less, therefore people mm-hmm. will spend less. Mm-hmm. And if things cost them more while they are borrowing, they'll have less money to spend. That's less Correct. money in the, in the economy. Yes. Therefore, less purchases are being made. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the economy theoretically cools down. That's basically the theory, is it not? I think you hit the nail on the head. Right, right. So, But it's not happening to the degree that they had anticipated. Because Canadians had paid off a lot of debt during the pandemic and they saved a lot of money and now they've blown through all their savings and now they've racked up all their debt. People are getting close to the breaking point that they will need to stop spending, need to stop spending. I'm hearing people, they're coming in and they're doing, trying to do mortgage transactions and I'm needing to pay off people's car loans and prepay their car leases Mm -hmm. to make the numbers work because the rates are at a certain level. Yeah. Uh, this is new. I haven't seen this type of, you know, maneuvering that's needing to happen in years. Right. People that would normally were in a good situation, their situation has worsened. And it's not because they were in a variable rate mortgage. It's because of everything else. And now, guess what? Now this is just one thing on top of it, uh, on top of the other. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I think it takes several months for every increase to actually show results for the Bank of Canada. And the Bank of Canada is too anxious to bring inflation down. It's certainly going in the right direction. Yes, we might have seen a little bit of uh, uh, a spike in the inflation from the July results. Mm -hmm. But overall, inflation is pretty much where the Bank of Canada wants it to be. Except for housing, which obviously is being impacted by the current Bank of Canada key overnight rate, which is the prime rate. Yep. Food costs, that's something that they certainly need to get under control, and the cost of fuel. So there's certainly some things that the Bank of Canada can do, but I think if they did start lowering the rates, it would bring the cost of housing down in theory, but there's still not enough supply. So, you know, I think really what the what the Bank of Canada needs to do is work with the federal government, or the federal government needs to work with the BOC, and we need to get more supply going. Mm-hmm. How can we incentivize provinces and municipalities to get more housing starts going. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. You talk about uh, affordable housing and housing in general, Mm -hmm. and this is a a big issue. Now, Sean Frazier, of course, who is a a Nova Scotia member of parliament from the Pictou area, he's Mm -hmm. now the housing minister, uh, a new position. And and this is becoming a critical, critical issue for the federal government because uh, the the goal is that people should not spend 30% of more than 30% of their income on housing. That's kind of the... Many are paying 40% or more. Or more, right, right. Many. Many. So, I'm so, not saying everybody, but many. So this is untenable. I mean, this is this is a situation that, that leads to mm-hmm. abject poverty in, in many cases, right? So, so what, besides, I guess, what, what 
monetary or fiscal policy that we're talking about with the Bank of Canada. What other levers are there? Well, I think we need to create more housing. Yeah. And I think if there's more supply, it will bring the price down. And maybe not bring the price down, but level off the price even, Todd. Yeah. You know, I'm hearing apartments that are 2000 $3,000 a month. Like apartments are as much as a mortgage. Right. And, you know, we were never one of those cities here in Halifax that had apartments that are just like so uber expensive. Like our apartments are similar prices to like Toronto and Vancouver. Yeah. yeah. Why? What's going on with that? Not enough supply, too much demand. Yeah. So the landlords, you know, there's 1% vacancy. Uh, I feel bad for landlords in many cases as well because. You know, their cost of borrowing has gone up. Their cost of utilities have gone up, but they have not been able to increase their rent. So their landlords are not in good shape either. No, no. Nobody's having a good time. Nobody's having a party here right now. And we just need more and more starts. And it's not just single family homes we need. We need apartments. We need condos. We need low income. Mm -hmm. We need townhouses. We need every form of housing. 10x. We need 10x of what's going on right now. Maybe 100x. I don't even know. Um, But we certainly need much, much more supply. And that's going to take several, several years to be righted, at least here in Halifax. Mm -hmm. In Halifax, it's going to be a while. Right. So when it comes to rental units, are you seeing the the number of people purchasing rental units uh, drastically decreasing? Yeah. Nobody's buying rentals right now. Nobody's buying rentals. Nobody's buying to rent out, at least not small rentals. And that's the market that we uh, work in. So like one two, three, four units. So that, that's what really what the market that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody's buying properties as a rental. I would say very, very few. Many, many less than were before. Yeah. Uh, less people are buying second homes as well. Yeah. People are really focusing on their primary residence. And the people that are buying homes right now, I would say primarily are first-time home buyers. People are not selling their starter home and buying a bigger home. That's not happening. So then first-time home buyers can't buy their starter home. Right. Yeah. It's just so many layers of complexity that we're really are getting into the situation that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Some of this will be fixed if we can get more apartments, more condos, more single families, more townhouses yeah. built, more supply. Then there will be some vortex of, you know, vacuum that will suck these yeah. people yeah. into yeah. the new housing and then we'll open up some of the existing resale housing, um, the marketplace that, you know, there certainly are people out there that are shopping. We have so many people pre-approved. We have so, so many borrowers. Mm-hmm. They just either can't find something within their price point or there's just really not enough for sale. Yeah. There just really, truly is not. Yeah. Uh, the condo market, where would you, where do you say the condo market is in Halifax? Not as hot as the single family freehold type properties. Mm-hmm. Condo market certainly is not as hot. I would say downtown uh, the condo market certainly is better than it is in the other areas of the of the, of the city. Mm-hmm. Downtown Halifax, yeah, the condo market's pretty good, but it's still not as hot as a freehold property. Mm-hmm. It may never be here in Halifax. You know, condo our condo market here is very juvenile compared to other cities our size or bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, in downtown cores and a lot of big cities, it's all condos. There is no, you know, freehold properties available. But guess what? One block off Spring Garden Road, you can buy a freehold property if you really wanted it. Yeah. It is available. Yeah. We just have a very old city. And condos are really in their juvenile kind of stage. Mm-hmm. Infancy, really. Yeah. And, you know, I think condos will get more and more popular uh, as years go on. Specifically, 
uh, you know, freehold properties keep on increasing in price. People will be forced into smaller housing situations. And I think in a lot of cases, condos are right for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're not right for everybody. You know, if you need a backyard, if you have kids, you have an animal, whatever, like condos are not right for everybody, but they're right for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a, and there's a form of governance in a condo market as well, right? You have condo board. There's a lot of protection as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, with a single family or freehold type property, if the roof goes, you have to replace the roof. Right. The roof goes of the condo, you know, you have a lot of owners that are going to get on that. And plus the condo corps have contingencies. They have these funds ready to go for mm-hmm. things like this. Mm. So pros and cons. Yeah. I think a lot of people are like, ah, oh, condo's not for me. I don't want to pay the condo fees. Right. Well, the condo fees are really just prepaying a lot of your maintenance. Yeah. Really, they are. Yeah. And, and for, I would think for seniors, in many cases, it would be an ideal fit, right? Mm-hmm. Depending on people's situation. I own a condo. I've owned condos before. I've owned several condos, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say, I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to have a house again. I think it's just because I want to have more space again. Yeah. It's not so much that I don't like the idea of condos. Condos works really well for my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I was just away for the last like 10 days or, to- or so. I was telling Todd yeah. that I was, I was, um, I uh, took a bit of a break and um, it was really nice to just be able to turn the key of my condo and walk away. Mm-hmm. You don't really have to worry about too much. Yeah. My biggest worry was, is there a place for my dog to go? And is someone going to come and water the plants? (laughs) Was there a place for your dog to go? Yeah. The dog stayed down in the valley. had a little vacation with my dad. Oh, nice. And uh, we had a friend come in and take care of the plants. So it was pretty painless. Yeah. Did you have to pay either of those? Neither were compensated monetarily. (laughs) But uh, they had a lot of of emotional gratitude. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And, um, you know when you own a home, there is a lot of responsibility. We keep on saying, you know, talking about things like insurance, we're talking about some of these worst case scenarios, but home ownership can be very rewarding as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I love the idea of home ownership. We're in the home ownership business. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll certainly talk more about that when we come back. Absolutely. Mortgage One One, your guide to home ownership. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.